Hey everybody, this is Kylie Gable, and one day later than I would like, it is the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. My Wi-Fi went out last night, and Shayla had technical problems with the recording. So, we both kind of had to postpone. If it had been one of us, maybe we could have worked something out, but, you know, I couldn't even, you know, Mistress DJ had some ideas on, like, what we could put up, but without the uh, Wi-Fi, that was kind of pointless, too. Anyway... Uh, it's the second part of the story, Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls. I was actually thinking of possibly doing something different this week, but wow, part one just kind of flew off the shelves Eclipse for Sale, and I was shocked because I put the entire audio up here for free. So usually when I figure people can hear it for free, they're not going to go buying it, and I am so grateful you did. Um... Money's tight for both me and Shayla, so we both appreciate it right now. Um, speaking of money, there have been a couple changes that have been necessitated. Uh, if you buy my books, and I, I hope you do, that's where these audios come from, I had to raise the price. I've been doing this since 2014, and things have been $2.99 since then, and they've now gone up to $3.99. Um, I have no intention of raising prices again. And uh, I hope uh, my loyal and wonderful customers will, will stay with me. I also have an idea that I'm, I'm tentatively approaching about also having a subscription-based podcast. And uh, I'm really going to be curious about to get some feedback on it. This podcast would stay exactly as it is, would still air Monday night with, with audios that were free. And like this one would contain like, you know, a clip from the audio. And the other one would probably air Sunday night and have the exact same podcast except with the entire audio. And it would be for a subscription price. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't want to let down any of my current uh, listeners. But if that is something that people will not be offended by and some people will be interested in subscribing to, that definitely might be a, a, a possibility this year. So... Giving you a heads up, I definitely want to do a poll about that at some point, just because I want to, I definitely want to get feedback, and I don't want to do anything that alienates those of you who've been with me all this time. So today's um, podcast, the uh, audio, is part two, like I said, of Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls, and it is read by Shayla Spacia, who is, I don't know, I feel like she's at the top of her game, and that's saying something. She has gotten so good at these audios, and so fast, too. Um, I think you'll like her reading. It's um, a clip from a uh, part where our main character gets set up by his own sister. Uh, there are some, you know, younger things going on in high school, but there is no sex between high schoolers in any of the series. So, you know, yeah, there's dressing up, but it's seniors for the most part, and there's no, and nothing that would be, you know, I think, passing a line. So, without further ado, here is part two of Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls. I was happy to get the heck out of there. I tried my best to focus on my classwork. Throughout the day, my mind kept turning back to the shopping trip with my sister that afternoon. I arrived at the mall at four on the dot. My sister was still behind the counter, but waved to acknowledge me when she saw me looking in the doorway. Hey, Dave, 
Why don't you have a seat? I'll be done here in a minute. I sat down on a bench outside and tried to relax without much success. It was only now occurring to me how embarrassing it would be if one of my classmates saw me shopping for panties with my sister. If they thought they were for her, it would have still been nearly impossible to explain. When my sister finally came out of the shop, she was all smiles. Relax, she said. It's just shopping. I know. It's just weird, I said. I mean, I'm shopping for stuff guys are not supposed to wear. The way I figure it, she said, you have three choices. You can tell on them. Continue to be found in unusual places. Hogtied in women's clothing, or you can go along with them. It's up to you. Yeah, this is the best choice of three horrible ones, I said. Then let's get it done. Keep a positive attitude, and I'll, it'll all be over before you know it, she said. Okay, where to, I asked. I was thinking we'd find most everything we need at the Target, but there is a small boutique in the mall that I'd like to check out first, if you're okay with that, she said. Yeah, but why? Well, my friend works there, and she said she just had to put a lot of stuff on clearance. We might be able to get you better quality for lower price, she said. You should. It'll last longer, and it will really feel the difference against the skin, she said. Okay, just lead the way, I said. We went into a small lingerie shop, and I nearly fainted from all the frilly, feminine things there. I followed my big sister in, anxious to get this whole experience over with. If you've ever seen Empire Strikes Back, you know that scene in Cloud City where Han and Leia are walking with Londo, and he tells them that he made a deal to keep the Empire out of Cloud City. Then he opens the door to reveal Darth Vader and Han realizes too late that he's been betrayed by his best friend. That is basically what happened to me. Good, my friend is working here today, she said, pointing out a woman in a midnight blue sweater with flaming red hair halfway down her back. Does she need to know about this? Oh, she already does, said Christine. Why did you tell her? I complained. She needed to know for the bra fitting, said Lisa, coming up behind me. My own sister had led me into a trap. All four of the girls were standing behind me with predatory grins. They clearly had evil intentions for me. Jen, these are the girls I told you about. Help them if you can, said Christine. What? You set me up, you bitch? I shouted a bit louder than I had meant to. Don't talk to your sister that way, said Tyson, looking menacing. Apologize this instant. Just tell me why, I demanded. I could see that you were never going to stand up to them, and this chicken shit kind of following direction thing was just going to get you in more trouble. So... I had a little negotiation with the girls, she said proudly. Negotiation? About what? I demanded. About you, she said. You do what they tell you now, and it won't be too bad. You'll even be able to come home without Angie and Melissa finding out, which I would think you would be thankful for. Behave, David, said Christine. I know the girls can handle you if you step out of line with them. 
but don't embarrass me with my friend Jen. I watched as she walked out the door, leaving me feeling betrayed and abandoned. So Christine told me a little, but what exactly did you have in mind? asked Jen. We'd like to get him measured for a bra, said Jenna. That's easy enough. Why don't we go into the back where there's a little more privacy and we can see what his numbers are, suggested Jen. Excellent, agreed Cindy, picking up a very flimsy pink and black bra, taking it with her. I'd love to see him in something like this. Oh yeah, very sexy, agreed Lisa. I like that one a lot. Go ahead and take off your shirt, Dave, said Jen. I thought I knew all of Christine's friends, but I didn't know Jen at all. I guess she was just a work friend. She took her tape measure and had me hold up my arms to my sides so that she could measure my chest. He has a size 34 chest. Obviously, he's only an A cup, but there are ways to enhance that. The bra I picked up is a 34, said Cindy. Let's have him try it on and see if we can stuff it with tissue. Jen took the bra from Cindy and took it over. If I can make a suggestion, we have some very pretty padded bras that will help his look and shape a lot more than a flimsy bra like this. Pretty as it is. That's a great idea, exclaimed Tyson. Yeah, the more realistic, the better, agreed Lisa. Jen led the girls over to another rack and pointed to several bras that she thought would be good, while I stood shirtless and humiliated, shivering in the back area. Cindy grabbed everyone and brought them back to me. It was crowded inside, and the small fitting areas, everybody crowded around Jen. This is the A-cup one, Jen said, as she pulled the first bra over my arms and shoulders, and fastened it in the back, then adjusted the straps. Lisa pulled two pair of pantyhose out of her purse, and she stuffed them into the bra cups. Lisa always seemed so prepared. As usual, I felt stupid as the girls gawked at my chest. That was so backwards from how it should be. The pantyhose didn't seem to fit too well and bulged out the sides. I don't think the cups are going to be big enough, Jana said. Let's try the next one. Oh, great. They didn't want me to just have breasts. They wanted them to be huge. After the B-cup bra was put on me and the pantyhose were again stuffed inside, the girls seemed much more pleased. Cindy had me put my shirt back on so she could see the effect. That's much better, she said. Much more like I want. Let's try the C-cup now. Again, the process was repeated. Now with an even bigger cup. With my shirt on, the girls seemed to be very pleased, but I couldn't even see my feet when I looked down anymore. That was when Lisa finally offered her opinion. I think I kind of liked how he looked better with the B-cup, she said, but for some reason the size seemed to look more natural on him. He did look good with the B-cup, agreed Kai Tyson, but the C-cup is much more noticeable. Do we want him to look more noticeable or normal? Lisa asked. Besides the B-cup, maybe easier for him to get used to. That's true, Jana said, sounding almost disappointed. 
tell you what, she said, turning to the saleswoman. He's got $80, and I'm willing to pick up what we're short. We'll take four in the B cup and one in the C cup. Cindy, why don't you help me pick out some different colors? Of course, Cindy said happily. As soon as the saleswoman had taken the bra off of me, Jana spoke up again. Can we wear one of them out of the store? Oh, of course, the saleswoman said. Is this B cup acceptable? It's great, said Jana happily. A few seconds later, I found myself once again in the B cup bra with the pantyhose stuffed inside of it. Once my shirt was on again, we went to the register and I paid. I was glad to be out, but now I was walking around with a very visible bra stuffed and padded. I hadn't been able to look at myself in the mirror in the dressing room since Tyson had been standing in front of it. Now that I could see my reflection, I realized just how ridiculous I looked with breast. If I stood straight up, I could no longer see my feet. All I could see was two gently rounded mounds protruding from my chest. This was not how I had planned on spending today. Lisa walked over to me and gave me a quick hug. You look good, she said simply. Jana and Cindy picked out a black, a tan, and a red bra for me. I was already wearing a white one. The C-cut bra that Jana picked was very bright purple. As I walked out of the store, I noticed that my arms occasionally brushed up against my new breast. It was like a constant reminder they were there. I guessed this was just something else I would have to get used to. So, are you done with me now? I asked, partially mesmerized by the two mounds protruding from my chest. You're slouching, said Cindy. So that's how I walk, I replied. That's not how a lady walks, said Cindy. I'm no lady, I said. Well, you had better learn to be, warned Tyson. Relax, said Lisa. Let's show him the right way. So right there in the middle of the mall, about 60 feet from the food court, the girls made me watch as Cindy and Lisa both demonstrated a feminine hip-swaying walk that they wanted me to adopt. I didn't refuse exactly, but a part of me definitely was fighting against their coaching. Once they saw I could walk as they wanted, they would make me do it all the time at school, and I'd be a total laughing stock. It also didn't help that they were drawing a lot of attention. I didn't look like a girl, but a boy with breasts and a black bra underneath his white shirt. After watching several minutes of my awkward attempt to get the walk down, Jana declared, He needs heels. He'll never get this down without heels. Oh, no, I said. Oh, yes, replied Jana. There's a shoe store right over there. We didn't really talk about getting him shoes, said Lisa. Yeah, but he obviously needs them. And it'll be fun, said Cindy, walking over toward the shoe store without even waiting for the rest of us. Come on, said Tyson, pulling me by the arm. When she's made up her mind, it's useless to resist her. The shop was clean but not particularly fancy. There were boxes piled high on shelves and display models on small pedestals sticking out from the wall. The girls fanned out and looked at different styles, but none of them looked particularly easy to walk in. A pretty young woman, who couldn't have been more than a couple years older than Christine, saw us and made her way to the middle of the group. Can I help you, she said, to nobody in particular. 
You sure can, said Cindy. We're looking for some hills for him, and we don't want to break the bank. The boy with a boob job? Is it some kind of put-on you're all just doing for Halloween shopping about 350 days early? We can go someplace else if you'd rather, said Cindy. Miss, I'm sorry, what is your name? asked Lisa. My name is Janice, replied the woman. Janice, this is my brother. He's a total jerk, but I do love him like a sister should. Really, you don't look much alike, she said. We are steps. His father is actually really cool, but that's not the point. The point is that he's been a real pig, she continued. Oh, really, replied Janice, glaring at me. Yes, he touched my friend Cindy here inappropriately, and he could get expelled for it. Cindy has been nice enough to agree not to get him in trouble if he agrees to show him how the other half lives. Huh, are you sure he doesn't deserve to just be expelled? I think with this type, it's good riddance, said Janice. I know, but then he doesn't learn anything and just becomes somebody else's problem, said Jana. My sister has been through so much, but this is what she wants. I do, said Cindy. Are you sure there is no way you can help us, asked Tyson. Sure, I guess one sale is as good as the next, she said. Besides, it sounds like he's getting off light. Maybe I can help make sure that he doesn't. What were you thinking of? Well, said Cindy, as you can see, we took him bra shopping, but he doesn't walk right. We're trying to teach him how to walk, and we thought that heels would help with that. Do you have a style in mind? asked Janice. Well, we'd love to see something very girly and frilly, but we intend to put him in dresses a lot, so maybe something a bit basic might be better, said Cindy. Hmm, I've got just the thing, said Janice. Sit down over there and put your foot up on the horse. I'll go get a footy, she said. Oh, that won't be necessary, replied Jana. I'm afraid it is, replied Janice. It's part of the health code. No, I just meant he's wearing pantyhose, said Jana. Huh? You may have wished you had been expelled before it's all over, bitch, snapped Janice. Let me measure your foot. I trudged over to the chairs, pissed that I had falsely been identified to this woman as some sort of sexual predator. I certainly was not. She followed after me and helped me off with my gym shoe and socks. She delighted in telling the girls that I wore a size 10 woman's shoe. We have a lot to choose from in that size. We'll find him something perfect. That's awesome, exclaimed Cindy. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Sit tight and I'll be back with some options, she said. Janice returned with half a dozen boxes. She really did not like me after what Lisa had told her about me. And she didn't make any bones about showing it. I thought she'd probably want a simple pump, she said. These are on clearance, so they should fit right in your budget. Why are they on clearance, asked Cindy. Look at the heel on these things. It's about four inches tall and very narrow. They're very sexy, but they're just not very comfortable, explained Janice. Well, he hasn't worn heels very much. It's not like he'll know the difference, said Jana. Slide them on, said Janice. I fumbled awkwardly. She scowled at me and did it herself. Now stand up. Again, I was not very graceful. My feet started hurting almost immediately, and I had to lean on both Lisa and Jana for balance. I could see the smirk on Janice's face. She was really enjoying my discomfort.
They're absolutely perfect, gushed Cindy. Thank you. Oh, just the look on that little bitch's face is reward enough for me, said Janice. How much are they, asked Tyson. $29.99, replied Janice. That's definitely doable, said Lisa. I also have a gift for you, said Janice, opening another box, to reveal a pair of ruby red sequin shoes with about a six-inch heel. My calves ate. Just looking at them. Those are amazing, cheered Tyson. I love them, said Jana. They just say, Sissy, you are so nice, said Cindy. I know you're low on funds, but I thought two pair for 30 bucks was a pretty good deal, said Janice. Can we wear those out of the store, asked Jana. Oh, no, I sighed. Oh, I think I'd insist on it, said Janice. You know, if you put some small locks through the straps, he won't be able to take them off. This is so embarrassing. What if I see somebody I know, he complained, as we stepped out of the store. Then you offer them a blow job to forget the whole thing, said Tyson. I'm serious. So am I, she replied. Do whatever you have to do, said Jana, but you're kind of our little feminized pet. And with what we have planned for you, people are going to notice you sooner or later. Can we at least go now, I asked. You forget we're here for prannies and bra, said Cindy. Yeah, you had so much fun, you forgot what you came for, said Tyson. The next few hours were so annoying. We got me plenty of panties and hose thanks to a $50 donation from my sister Christine that I hadn't been aware of. After we were done, we had enough time that the girls made me try on a few dresses. We weren't buying anything, but they just wanted to see how a tight dress would look over my new boobs. They were very happy with the results. During the ride home, the girls laughed and giggled about our adventure at the mall. They teased me and made me the butt of constant joking, and teasing to the point that I felt like the guest of honor at a pig roast. I hope you like dress shopping, Davy, said Cindy. I see a lot of it in your future. Yeah, you'll be wearing dresses more than any of us come summer, agreed Jana. It's really time to start discussing a few rules, said Cindy. Rules? I asked, not liking where this was going. For starters, we don't want to see all this body hair, said Cindy. I'm not even that hairy, I protested. Too hairy to be a girl, but not hairy enough to be a boy, said Tyson. I think we should fix that, said Jana. Legs, arms, chest, and underarms are to be kept smooth at all times. That seems fair, said Lisa. What else? Well, Davy got two absolutely delightful pair of new shoes. I'd hate to think of them as just stuffed in the back of a closet, said Cindy. Yeah, you need to practice at least 20 minutes a day on your new shoes, said Tyson. And we'll check, too. If you don't make progress, you will be wearing your new shoes at school, too. I think I have some of those little locks Janice suggested. So that was part two of Feminized by the Neighborhood Girls as read by Shayla Aspasia. Um, I'd like to just one more time apologize for this podcast being late. We don't do it very often, but sometimes it's just unavoidable. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I will be back next week, and I really hope you will be too. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.